This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, June 1st. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how you doing? Dylan, hanging in there. How you been? I'm good. I'm good. We've survived May. Survived May. <laughs> the great equalizer, eh? Oh my. Did you Have you looked at our monthly stats in the contest just for May? I have not. I haven't broken it up by just month, but I know that I had two wins in May. Two in a month. It's not good. That's it, not good. It was a bad month for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my ERA is now up to 466, and you're at 4025. I also, for the first time, uh, I missed a start. I had Willie Peralta, and he went on the DL, and I did not get a sub in in time. Oh. So I now trail you by a start as well. Just tragic. Sad. But knowing me, that might have helped my stats compared to how things are going. So, yeah. How'd your weekend go? Rough. Uh-oh. Well, Did again, you... we talking fantasy-wise or personally? Either or. You told me you had a bit of an adventure on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I, I had to go to the, the, the veterinary ER. Yes. Which is, like, the exact opposite of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's the saddest place I've ever been. I can see that. Sure. Have you ever seen a show on Adult Swim? I think it's on Adult Swim. Um, it's called uh, Children's Hospital. I, yeah, I think I saw like the first episode or two. Yeah, yeah uh, Rob Corddry created it, and he said that he made it because he had to take like his daughter to a children's hospital because she was sick, and he was like, it was the least funny place on the planet. And so his idea was to make a comedy that takes place in somewhere that sad. That's yeah. Cute. yeah well, either way, that's what the the the, the veterinary ER was for me. There was it was just a lot of sick dogs that yeah, it's not, not just, a fun place. You felt bad for every single one of them, and ours thankfully was like one of the least sick ones there. Either way, she she, she had a, a developed a, an issue with her paw. We, we we thought we thought it was either a break or an infection. It turns out it's neither. She had a, a soft tissue injury, so I guess we call it a she's day to day. Absolutely, yeah. Well, aren't we all? Yes. Um, well, I'm glad that describe it. Yeah, I'm glad your dog is going to avoid the disabled list. Uh, yeah, but still, we got we got to keep an eye on her, and we got to you know make sure she doesn't aggravate it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I guess it's kind of like hanging out with. Um, let's see, who's an injury prone player? I don't know. There's an analogy here to get. I'm sure. I'm sure, I'm sure there is. Yeah. But... Uh, well, we're gonna look at uh, DFS oh. picks. If, if, if anyone out there wants to chime in with an injury-prone player to compare to a hurt puppy, please yes. hit us up on Twitter. Yes. Uh, we also have to mention John Danks throwing a shutout on Sunday. <laughs> Leave it to John Danks to manage to throw the worst shutout in about 80 years. Something like 10 hits, 5 extra base hits or something. Hey, man, stranded 16, runners. He was the first pitcher to, to, to throw a shutout with allowing 16 total bases or more since 1928, I believe. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, zeros to zeros, man. Okay. Um, yeah, we're going to look at picks for Monday, and then we'll get at some uh, DFS picks, but or at Field of Streams picks. We're going to start with DFS picks for Monday for your standard DFS formats. Matt, who you got at catcher? I, I'm, I'm going obvious. Okay. Okay. I I really like his Monte Grandal in Colorado against Kyle Kendrick. Yeah, especially now that he's back. Yeah. He, of, of, obviously now that he's back. Well, yes. No, I liked him before he was back. But um, he came right back and hit a home run, picking up where he left off. And now he gets to go to Colorado and he gets to face off against Kyle Kendrick. Yeah. 
That's nothing nothing wrong with that. That'll be a popular stack, I feel like. Sure, yeah. Um, I, I like that, of course. I think that's obvious for a reason. Um, I wrote down two that are a little less obvious, that are a little more interesting. <laughs> Your boy Caleb Joseph gets Brett Oberholzer, righty on lefty. Isn't yeah. he hit lefties that well? I mean, does he demolish righties? 763 OPS. Yeah. It's probably, uh, yeah. So you, you don't like him with a platoon advantage there? Not quite? No. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I mean, I'm not that excited either way. I just don't think Brett Oberholter is that good. That's that's fair. I'm glad I'm glad that I brought up Caleb Joseph and you had a more in-depth look at, at his statistics. If we need my Caleb Joseph analysis, I'm going to go to you. Because you're right. I did not dive deep on that one, admittedly. Um, and then Jonathan Lucroy is supposed to come back. I think he'll be back by Monday. I'm not sure. Got to make sure he's uh, back and in the starting lineup, but he could be back that early. And he would get Jaime Garcia, a lefty. And he likes to hit lefties. So I would keep an eye on Luke Roy being back. It'll be nice to have him back, especially when he gets lefties. So. Actually, that, that one I am on. Assuming, he, assuming he's out on the DL, I, I support that. Pick. Yes. Got to, again, make sure he comes back tomorrow, make sure he's in the lineup. But that would just, be yeah. Just, uh, just pick Yasmani Grandal and yeah, it's the obvious one, and he won't yeah. be crazy expensive. That's where you want him. You know, Yasmani Grandal is like the third highest OPS against right-handed pitchers for a catcher in the league. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's in a lineup that kills righties, like in their in course. It's the obvious pick. The only reason you'd go another one is to try and avoid a popular pick, but it's going to be popular for a reason. Yeah. How about first base for you? Anyone stick out? Uh yeah. Anth- oh, the obvious pick for me is Anthony Rizzo yes. uh, on the road against uh, Jose Urena. Yes, top of my list for sure. Can you, you tell me anything about Jose Urena? I'd, I'd be reading off as like a bio and a stat sheet. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, me either. Really skinny. Yeah, me either. I don't, that's a good sign, though, when you don't know anything. When is we it? don't know anything. I, I think so. An ERA over nine. Yeah, um, and Anthony Rizzo is good, so that'll be good. I also had David Ortiz against Mike Pelfrey, but the Red Sox still waiting for them to wake up, you know, and he's not been great. I think he could certainly do fine, and I don't believe Mike Pelfrey's moderate success at all, so David Ortiz could be fine. Um, speaking of popular and obvious, Adrian Gonzalez goes to Colorado, gets mm-hmm. Kyle Kendrick. That's going to be a popular stack, but there's some other options. How about... Paul Goldschmidt on Sunday reached base seven times. Did you see that? I did see it. That was impressive. I mean, they went 17 innings, and three of those were intentional walks. But hey, points are points, man. And people don't want to pitch to Goldschmidt for a reason. You still get the points for the intentional walk. So, yeah. And he also hit Homer, which probably fueled their intentionally walking him. So he gets Alex Wood, who's left-handed. And Goldschmidt's really good against righties and really, really good against lefties. So... I like that just fine, and that's at home in Arizona. And then, on the flip side of that, Freddie Freeman gets Archie Bradley. And Archie Bradley's been kind of a disaster since he got knocked on the head. He came back and is supposedly healthy, but is not pitching that well anymore. So, Freddie Freeman could do just fine there. Any other first baseman I missed? No. Yeah, plenty of picks. Obvious ones, Adrian. Well, but... I've got one name that he keeps coming up when I when I, like, I do you know searches and and you know you know platoon splits. Mm-hmm. It's Justin Bohr of Miami. Yeah, sure. He's he gets Jason Hamill at home. Mm-hmm. Jason uh, Hamill's not a pushover pitcher, but he's also uh, not one you would avoid. No. Yeah. 
Either way, it's just, it's just they got to keep an eye on it. If you're looking for a cheap first baseman, I think he might be a cheap first baseman. I could see that for sure. He has some pop. How about He's second got four, base? Four home runs and 56 bats against right handed pitching this year. Yes, some pop for sure. How about second base? Second base, second base. Oh, second base. I like D. Gordon. Speaking of Jason Hamill, I, I kind of like D. Gordon. Yeah, you're ready to stack against Jason Hamill? I'm not ready to stack, but I'm ready to pick D. Gordon because I think he is probably the best option on. On Monday, for as far as second baseman go. Really? I wrote down your boy Colton Wong. It's Mike Fires. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mike <laughs> Fires can into it. Mike Fire. Mike Fires can miss some bats. You know, not that Colton Wong has huge strikeout problems, but yeah. On the flip side, T. Gordon doesn't miss that much. So I like both of them. And then, not the platoon advantage, we got to mention Howie Kendrick at Kyle Kendrick. Kendrick versus Kendrick matchup. I'll I take. Say that, yeah. I'll take Howie. I I mean he'll do fine again getting in on that Dodger stack, and so, he's always serviceable. So when the Kendrick family watches this game, who do you think they cheer for, Howie or Kyle? I I should have a joke. I don't. I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing for you there. You set them up, and I will not knock them down. Third base. Anyone for you? A third base? Yes. Yes. I, let me guess. You have somebody at every position. Yes. Oh, you're prepared. That's good. No, actually, at third base, I, I'm, I'm going to continue the second. Jose Urena with Chris Bryant. Um, sure. In his short time, in the in, actually, he's, he's already amassed 120 plate appearances against right-handed pitchers, and guess what? He kind of matches them. He's, he's yeah. a 904 OPS versus righties. Comes with a 404 OBP and a 500 slug. Yeah. Turns out he's really good. <laughs> it turns out he can hit baseballs hard. He strikes yeah. out quite a bit, but. Yeah, the, the strikeout numbers look bad and make you a little worried, but it doesn't hasn't mattered so far. Dylan, yeah, are we rec- are you recording in a bar? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just upstairs in my living room. Oh, because I hear like random coughs and like microwave sounds, and yeah, it, it sounds like you're either like a like a dive bar or like a restaurant. No, no cam- cameo yeah. from my household, essentially. Oh, fair yes, but no, everything's okay. Okay, so um, base? Yeah, Chris Bryant for sure, and then Pablo Sandoval gets Mike Pelfrey again. These guys that should be better on the Red Sox and haven't been. Maybe you've driven their price down, and if you want to believe the talent a little more than believing the recent track record, I have Pablo Sandoval against Mike Pelfrey, and then Manny Machado gets Brett Elberholzer again, right and lefty. You kind of like Brett Elberholzer at times, right? But no. I would still no, never a little. Maybe last year? I don't know. I have to consult the sheet. I feel like one of us picked him once or twice last year. Machado kind of blows against left-handed pitching. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I think, again, it's more of a bet against Oberholzer, I feel like. All right. I don't know. This year he's been, you know, for his career he's about the same against righties. He's he's not much of a split, but for this year he's been much, much better against righties and much, much worse against lefties. So mm-hmm. even though it is Brett Overholzer, I don't know if that... I, I think I'd, I'd, I'd probably look at Chris Bryant before I look at... That's very fair. That's very fair. How about uh, Matt Carpenter against your guy Mike Fires? I, I have a hard time betting against Mike Fires, but if you're going to do it, you know, Matt Carpenter's a good place to go. Yep. And then finally, you know who's kind of created a season for themselves is uh, Yasmani Tomas. At, I don't. Uh, no, okay. I, I was. I've been kind of waiting for him to like turn up on on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't trust him for a second, and I wouldn't put him in a lineup. Really? You know, Not sold at all. Uh, way too many strikeouts, and his current success is totally Babbitt driven. Yeah. Not much power for you either. Or? Uh, 
He's got he's got one home run against right-handed pitchers in 98 bats. Yeah, it's not showing much. I mean, it's supposed to be strong. I think he's capable of more power, but isn't he fat? Also, he's not that fat. No, he's fine. I, I, uh, it was like the book under me. He came. He showed up really fat. He can't play defense. That's that's certainly a thing. They tried to pretend he could play third base, and he won't. But um, so, yeah, I don't trust him at all. I think once that BABIP number starts to normalize, and it will, he's in. He's he, Owner, owners investing in you, in, in sorry, fantasy GMs investing in you. Asmani Tomas are going to be for very rude awakening. I'm not a fan, not sold. Matt, Matt, no like. Matt, no like. Well, I have interest in him against Alex Wood, even though Alex Wood has kind of turned his season around too. He was a bad lefty to start the year, and then he has remembered that he's actually kind of a good lefty. So, not great, but worth mentioning. I think we agree. Uh, Brian's the pick to go with there. I think yeah, I think he's the obvious choice. If, yeah. if, you're, if you're looking obvious, that's where I'd go. I don't. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I could. I, I really. I, I always look for like you know the end of the radar guys, like the, you know the, the value plays. I had a hard time coming up with any for today. So this mm-hmm. might be a good day to, to load up on offense and try to find two cheap pitchers to roll with. Yep. How about shortstop? Any shortstop stick out to you? I have uh, Starlin uh, at Urena. Yeah, you, you could roll with Starlin. I kind of like Jung Ho Kong a bit better. Sure, he gets. We're not believe in Ryan Vogel song in San Francisco. No. 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 Okay, that's fair. It's righty on righty, but it shouldn't matter. Uh, no, San Francisco's he, not a great place to hit, but he's been a competent shortstop, or a competent at the plate, that's for sure. J.J. Hardy gets bred over Holzer, but J.J. Hardy's been really bad, I, which makes me sad, because I miss when he was good. Mm-hmm. Your boy Johnny Peralta gets Actually, Mike Fires. Can I make a quick confession? Yes. yes. In in my closet, there there might be a J.J. Hardy All-Star jersey from his days at the Brewers. That's... I... Uh, I mean, do you remember, I think we've talked about this, that like 2007 year when him and Ricky Weeks and Prince Fielder and Ryan Braun were like the coolest young Milwaukee outfield, pulling them out of irrelevance. Was that the year they traded for CC? Uh, no, that was 2008. Oh, was 2007 was all of a sudden like, hey, we're the Brewers and we're relevant. We have this cool young core. Corey Hart was in the outfield. like Right. Yeah. Those Brewers are fun. Um, Yeah. I like J.J. Hardy, but he is not right so far this year. No. Gene Segura gets in on Jaime Garcia. If you like some of those brewers against that lefty, he could do fine. And uh, Chris Owings gets Alex Wood. More of these D-backs against a lefty. But I don't feel pumped about it. I don't know. Yeah. Alex Wood's, again, kind of right of the ship a little bit. So, And then outfield. Outfield, I would start with, again, these Brewers at Jaime Garcia. Jaime Garcia's been back for two starts, and he's been just fine. Carlos Gomez and Ryan Braun, righties that could go there, do fine. Um, Jacques Peterson and Andre Ethier go to Kyle Kendrick. Again, that popular Dodger stack, do fine. Mark Trumbo is another D-backs righty who gets a lefty. I don't love it as a whole stack, but if you filled one in there, I don't think it would be that crazy, especially in Arizona. I have one cheap pick. Were you in on Delman Young at Brett Oberholzer? Yes. He does like to hit lefties. Yeah, I was. that's what I was going to mention, actually. Yeah. He hit two homers on Sunday off of a right, off of Jake Odorizzi. Yeah, his first, his first homers of the season, I believe. That's nutty. Um, he should be more trusted against a lefty like Oberholzer. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else do you got in the outfield? Uh, I like my Dodger stack. You know, you could go with uh, Guerrero... Peterson or Ethier or they like they've all slowed down and cooled off significantly, but I don't know that it 
matters in Colorado against Kyle Kendrick. If, if Greer if Greer was starting, he's absolutely in my DFS lineup tomorrow. Yeah, that's a that's a good pick for sure in Colorado. Yeah, um, other guys like uh, Denard Span I like quite a bit going up against Ari Dickey, the righty. Okay, sure, no problem with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'll allow it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, other picks I thought I I, I thought about. Um, yeah, it's, it's about it from outfield stack. I have Adam Jones if he's healthy. He didn't play on Sunday, and he it's gets there up, either. Yeah, he gets over Holzer if he's back. I'd I'd be a little worried. And then Matt Holiday gets Mike Fires, who also has been he's Holiday's been pretty sick. So I got to keep an eye on those guys. But they could uh, yeah, there. Yeah, my cheap pick is definitely Delman Young though. Okay. Against are, 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 is this is this the day to roll with our, our guys uh, Johnny Paradise or Brock Holt? Uh, <laughs> I have not gotten on as on board with Brock Holt as you have. Even though I'm fine with it, uh, Jimmy Paredes could do just fine. Sure. Is it Jimmy or Johnny? It's Jimmy. <sighs> I got it wrong. I'm sorry, Jimmy Wait, Paradise. Now you're making me think twice. Yeah, I it's think it's Jimmy. Jimmy. It's yeah. Jimmy. I was like, oh yeah, of course. I was like, wait, what? Um, yeah. Him against Brett Oberholzer, he's still hitting well over 300. I mean, even if he slows down, he's doing okay. He's definitely a lot worse against lefties in his career, though. So mm-hmm. part of me is like, oh, Brett Oberholzer isn't good. And then part of me is like, still a lefty. So it might not be the prime day to go with him. Oh, to his credit, you know, G- uh, Jimmy Paradise is, is a switch hitter. So. Yeah, but lefty's a little tougher on him, it looks like. So, yeah, but I don't know. He doesn't do quite as well from the right side, I guess. Yeah. Okay, and then pitchers. There's quite a few mid-level pitchers here that I like. Okay, anybody you have a favorite for tomorrow? All right. I, again, like I said, I think this is probably a day to go cheap on pitching and load up on offense. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I would be rolling the dice. I would be really tempted to roll with Ubaldo if I'm doing that. Yeah, Ubaldo, boomer bust pitcher at the Astros, boomer bust offense. Yeah, I would. I would be really tempted by him and Alex Colome. Yes. I have Jimenez and I have Colome. Colome is not going to go deep, but I think he could do fine. And yeah, that's actually a sneaky good matchup for him. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like Jason Hamill at the Marlins, despite you liking, you know, Justin Bohr or D. Gordon. I still think Jason no, Hamill it, could be fine. It's two guys out of seven, it's yeah. two guys seven who aren't Gene Carlos Stanton. Yeah. Like. Hamill can do fine. Um, I like the flip side of the Colome one. I like Garrett Richards against Tampa Bay. Garrett mm-hmm. Richards is always pretty good. Um, Jacob DeGrom goes to San Diego. You're going to pay for it, but righty in San Diego can do just fine. Yes. Do you like Michael Pineda back home at his old stomping grounds in Seattle? Not really, no. No? He has to beat Felix. Yeah, that's, yeah. you're, you're probably not going to get a win there, so you're going to be limited. How about Clay Buckholz versus Minnesota? <sighs> I guess, if you're feeling lucky. You know what you should do? you got to play a GPP and go... Buckles and Jimenez on the same day. Actually, Clay's, he's been much better. Oh, he's, he's pitching in Boston. Oh, he's been rough at home this year. Yeah. You just cross your fingers and say, oh, I might win a bunch of money or I might win nothing. But the Colome, or no, the, uh, the Buckles Jimenez pairing today would be. Wow. That, that's that heart of a gambler. I don't know if I have that heart right now. Living dangerously. It's interesting. I want somebody to do it. I might do it. I might do a small stack of it. And just I, see. I, I could, you could talk absolutely talk me into you all though, and I would be really tempted to go with Colome as my as as my second. Yeah. How about your boy Garrett Cole going to San Francisco? 
Okay, you're paying full price. It's kind of not you know, where my, my, my not not my where you're at today, but it could do fine if you have built a lineup to do that. Yeah, again, but I, I like I, like I said, I think this is the day to build up on offense because I I don't see the cheap picks. I'm sure there are going to be cheap picks that are going to come through, but I'm struggling to see, you know they're they're not appearing in the crystal ball quite as easily as most days. Yeah, so. and then no Ryan Vogel song against the Pirates for you. No, no interest. Okay. Well, we're going to jump to our field of the streams picks. I like how the pitching often leads right into this. Mm. Um, dare I go first for Monday? Okay. I'll go first. All right. Again, in our field of streams contest, Matt and I pick pitchers who are less than 50% owned in Yahoo leagues. So you might say, hey, those guys stink, and that's kind of the point. Yes. Baldo is 50%, 56% owned, not eligible. That seems high. <laughs> Would have been interesting. He's been good. Jaime Garcia gets the Brewers, who have been... Bad against lefties. They shouldn't be because they have a bunch of righty hitters, but they have been. They have a 68 WRC plus against lefties. That's 28th. That's bad. I got burned on that before, though. Archie Bradley goes to Atlanta, or is at home against Atlanta, but he's allowed 14 runs in his last three starts. That's rough. He's just something. He's just, yeah. Alex Colome goes to the Angels. They're 25th in WRC plus against righties. Oh, that's good. And then. Colome allowed eight runs on May 11th, but in his only in his three starts since then, he's only given up five total. So he's kind of turned things around. He's still, I think he's like Nate Carnes. He doesn't go that deep into games, but uh, can be pretty confident. Also, I want to talk a little bit about like using WRC Plus to like look at these kinds of things instead of like OPS. Um, okay. You know, here at Fangraphs, they tend to like WRC Plus. It's a little more accurate in terms of like actual contributions at the plate. And I think it's a little more accurate of skills that hitters have. And it also doesn't really distinguish between uh, power and on-base skills, which I suppose OPS doesn't either. Um, and it also doesn't contribute or come up to like what actual scoring has happened, just like what guys have done at the plate. I don't know. It's a little more accurate. And it might not be as tied to what has happened, but more the skills displayed. I don't know. It's it's messy, but it's I, I like it a bit more. Maybe marginally more predictive. Does that make any sense to you? No, none. Okay, good. Glad you're on board. I'm still going to list up overseas. <laughs> but yeah, despite how you feel about him, I'm going with Ryan Vogelsong. He was 1-4 in four with a... Here's the stat for you. In all of April, he had a 1.122 OPS against. So I don't need to read you, the ERA and the whip, just... Batters had a OPS of 1100 so against him. Back to, to OPS. Yeah, here I am. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, you're right. You caught me. I'm flip flopping. Doesn't matter. This is a stat that says he was hit hard. He allowed eight home runs in April. He was bad. In five May starts, he went four and zero with a 525 OPS allowed and gave up one home run, a 1.14 ERA. So basically, Jekyll and Hyde has turned things around. So that means he's going to get pantsed in June. So. Let's hope not. To kick off June, he's at home in pitcher-friendly San Francisco. He gets the Pirates, who are uh, about average against righties. They're 13th in WRC+. You're right, I am just bouncing around based on what stats I want to use. But, uh, yeah, I like Vogelsong to be pretty okay. He's been hot. Playing the hot hand here more than I necessarily trust the skills, but we've seen him be good before. So I have Vogelsong. Uh, who do you got for Monday? I'm going to roll Archie Bradley. Okay. Hoping that he can turn things around. You're going with the yeah, cold hand. Just I, I, he's got by far the most upside, and mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it was between when you look at names like you know Mike Pelfrey and yeah, I wasn't Mike looking Pelfrey. at names. I wasn't looking at names like Mike Pelfrey. 
don't know. There, there really aren't that many names that are under 50% owned on... Jose Urena? Yeah. You know, you weren't tempted by Kalome? No. Eh, a little bit. Yeah, actually... He's not going to go deep is the problem. Why not? I just don't think he pitches deep in the games. I mean, you can look at his game. I might be wrong. I don't think that's... I the deepest he's gone is the, the, the six innings. It's the game he gave up eight runs and yeah. four Right. So he doesn't go very deep, but he's, he's certainly walking. capable of being competent. He didn't walk anyone either, though. So. No. He's showing fine control. Yeah. All right. I, you, you talk to me to Alex Colome. Fine. I, I think he'll do fine. I, I don't know that he'll go... He has to face off against Garrett Richards. A win might be hard to come by, but I think he, he's okay there. I, yeah. I think he'll live. I think he'll be fine. It's better than uh, Archie Bradley, who's allowed 14 runs in his last three starts uh, yeah. since getting knocked in the head. Tuesday. You get to go first on Tuesday. Who you got? Tuesday. We, we've got a few more options I see here that are under 50% owned. We've got mm-hmm. the immortal Mike Wright going up against Houston. Yeah. Mm. They're pretty average against righties. Yeah, they are. And by average, I mean like middle of the pack. Not bad. Yeah, no, I, 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 I understood you meant by average. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got Mike Wright. Uh, I'm seeing. Oh, Brad Hand. No, no. Yeah, no. Joking. Uh, see, Mike Leake goes to Philadelphia. Are you tempted at all? A little, but there's a matchup I like even better. Okay. And Who do you got? It is not Sean O'Sullivan. I would hope not. No. Actually, I've got Johnny Cueto pitching that game. Uh, yeah, you're right. That has changed. By the time I wrote this, that has changed. Mike Leake, not eligible, because Cueto's making his return. He was hurt. I'm, I'm, I'm I do roll. all these pre-game, pre-podcast notes and research, and then the schedules change before we record. Uh, yeah, so... I just, I just go to ESPN.com for the most updated schedules possible. <laughs> well, I don't... I wasn't going to take Mike Leake, because he had allowed 20 earned runs in his last three starts. So... That's a lot. That's a lot. No, I'm going to roll Kyle Hendricks pitching on the road against Miami. Okay. Yeah. Anything to back that up, other than you like Ivy League pitchers? Well, ah, uh, like Chris Young. <laughs> I, have, I have no, I have no comment on the Ivy League pitchers thing at all. Um, no, just I'm sorry. Let me pull up my little stats here, and I'll be able to explain why I like Kyle Hendricks. First off, Miami not very good against right-handed pitching this year. Six six five team. I'm sorry, six six four team OPS versus righties. Not mm-hmm. great. Kyle Hendricks this year. He's actually been. Pretty good on the road. Yeah, he's actually been excellent on the road this year. He's kind of struggling in Wrigley, which uh-huh. don't we all struggle in Wrigley? Yes. Uh, his, his last time out, he threw a complete game shutout against San Diego. I'm sorry, last time out on the road, he threw a complete right. game shutout against San and Diego. And the last time out, he wasn't bad either. No, it wasn't bad either. It wasn't bad either than that start. Uh, it was a little hot. It's a little hot right now. Yeah, two of his last three quality starts, including his last two. I, I kind of like Kyle Hendrick. I, I kind of, I, I just, I, I like the matchup for him, and, and I like Kyle Hendricks. And he's, he's a quality pitcher. So he's picking up more strikeouts than he did last year too. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I had Hendricks. I had Mike Leake, erroneously. Colby Lewis gets the White Sox, but Colby Lewis murdered me out last time out. So yes, he did. So it's hard to try. I could see him doing fine against Chicago, but I can't pick him. It hurts too much still. I wrote Mike Wright in Houston. Um, I wrote Chris Heston at home against the Pirates. Those are all fine streamer picks. I don't think you would be crazy with any of them. Um, sorry to break your heart. I had Hendricks also, though, in Miami. He's probably the most obvious pick. And 82 WRC plus against righties. Uh, that's 28th. That's third to last in baseball. Miami is not hitting righties. So there you go. And then Wednesday. I had a bunch of names for Wednesday. Yeah, me too. This is probably one of the more exciting days for streaming. 
Jimmy, let's run through him. Jimmy Nelson goes to St. Louis, but they mm-hmm. can hit righties. I still think he's under owned. His whip is like 117 or something. Like, he, he needs to be owned more. Like uh, Taiwan Walker was amazing last time out, and now he gets the Yankees, but I, he's been so bad the rest of the season that no thanks. Yeah. Um, I want to mention Mike Fultonevich, whose ratios have been average, but he has a 38 to 13 to strike out the walk ratio in 36 innings. Like, that velocity is turned into strikeouts. I don't know that he'll be a successful starter, but he has not been that bad lately. Mm-hmm. Do you like Buck Farmer at all? No. Well, he gets Oakland. He, he, you know, Sarah, he's the only person on the planet who is excited about Buck Farmer. Yeah. Uh, Buck Farmer. I think, uh, I think Paul Spore likes Buck Farmer as a Tigers was, fan. I'm, I'm yeah. not even sure, you know, it was talking about on Twitter. They, they, they might both like him. They, they might be, they might both be fans of, uh, of Mr. Farmer. Oakland has a 110 WRC plus against righties. That's second in baseball, which is crazy. I would never have guessed that Oakland hits righties that well. But most of that's Stephen vote. Uh, but it also hasn't turned into run scored as much, but I don't know that that could be okay. Chad Bettis has been amazing his last time, two times out. It's 16 and a third innings with just two earned runs over his last two outings. He's at home against the Dodgers. All of his peripheral stats say he's not this good. If he does a third hot start in a row, you're like, okay, that's a hot streak. Two, I'm not buying. And the Dodgers are too good against righties, and it's in Colorado. So I have my eye on it, but you'd be crazy to go with it. Miguel Gonzalez against Houston. Again, they're average against righties, and he's an average pitcher. Lance McCullers, who keeps showing some decent skills. Again, the flip side of that gets Baltimore. Uh, yeah, I'm... Baltimore is not like a huge offense, but they have enough pop that it makes you fairly nervous that they would, you know. Nate Carnes gets the Angels. Again, if you like Alex Colome, you could like Nate Carnes. Has the potential to shut guys down the first two times through the order. And then the third time, he either runs into trouble or they take him out of there because they're smart enough to know that he doesn't do well. But the Angels do not hit righties. So I like Nate Carnes uh, in Anaheim. I assume I'm going to break your heart and take Eduardo Rodriguez against the Twins. Eduardo Rodriguez is a big prospect for the Red Sox who just came up and was awesome. But he was so awesome, he's sticking in that rotation. You need to pick him up in your leagues. I spent on him. I grabbed him, took a flyer on him. He's Again, he's been successful in the minors, and he's left-handed, which means in Minnesota, sorry, he's at home, in the Minnesota lineup, all he has to beat is Brian Dozier and Trevor Plouffe. <laughs> and if he can get around those two... He could do just fine. And they're pretty much overall an average offense against lefties. So I have Eduardo Rodriguez. I think you and everybody else needs to pick up Eduardo Rodriguez in case he sticks. Stuck through one start, could stick through more. So, yeah. Did you have Rodriguez? No. Oh, really? Well, I'll have to say I'm glad I didn't break your heart then. Who do you got? Was it somebody I named at least? Yes. (laughs) Is it Jimmy Nelson? No. Okay. Who do you got? I'm gonna roll Mike Fultonevich. Okay, yeah. Like I said, he's getting less strikeouts. He's he's rolled up you know two consecutive quality starts in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see his ERA dropped from a season high high water mark of five thirty two down to three three nine six. He's a sub four ERA in the 2015 season, so he's actually better than your field of streams picks this year, Dylan. Yes, yes, he has been, and we've trashed on him earlier when he was bad, and all of a sudden he's making it work. So. I, I think I, I think there's skill there, and I think it's starting to manifest itself. And honestly, Arizona doesn't scare me that much. They've got you know, okay, you've got Paul Goldschmidt, other than that, not that not that afraid of their lineup. Yeah, 
they they score plenty of runs, but they are pretty right-handed. So if Fultonevich can handle the right-handers, he could do he could do okay in the desert. Mm. So yeah, so. I think he's all of a sudden a guy not that a must own, but a guy to must pay attention to. Yeah, if you're in a deeper league, absolutely. Yeah, he like Rodriguez okay too. I assume. I'd like to see more from him before I I, I dive in. Mm-hmm. But worth attention. I mean, he's got one start against Texas. But he was good in the minor leagues. He was a good... I mean, that, I realize that's not a jump to conclusion, but yeah, he was good in the minor leagues. Right. Okay, I have Rodriguez, you have Fulton Evich. I, I'm interested in both of those. Right. Uh, yeah, that's it for Wednesday. That's our next three picks for Field of Streams. We'll get those put on the website. Remember, you can go check... Uh, there's a link in every post to our whole spreadsheet to keep track of all the dumb picks we've made <laughs> and how bad I'm doing so far. There's even a link at the top if you want to look at how dumb we were last year, too. But this oh, is really? Com- <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is a competition where so far so, Matt so, is kicking so my butt. He, he, last year's Ivanova. Oh boy, it's on his way back. Are you ready to <laughs> you ready to curse him a second year in a row? Maybe. He's, he's gonna be back soon. It's gonna be yeah. back. I'll, I'll never forget watching that. That you know, the, 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 there are a few baseball memories that are like burned in my memory. Yeah, you know, you know, Game Two of the 2005 World Series and. Ivan Nova giving up home run after home run while he pitching while he was hurt and yeah. a bit. And then yeah, blowing up his elbow, pitching with a blowed up. I, yeah. That was that was that was appalling. Yeah. Okay. Well uh yeah, that'll do us. Matt, you have anything before we get out of here? No, uh, I, I I'll no? keep it so I'm sorry. I was gonna say something negative about a, a group of people who may or may not listen to our show. Okay. We'll keep that for off the air. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll absolutely tell you what. what, what, what uh-huh. um, is it Cubs fans? Because Larry and I feel about no, no, them. no. It's related to my my, my trip to the uh, to the uh, veterinary ER. Okay. Also, sneak preview tomorrow on Tuesday. I'm recording with uh, with Brad for Tuesday's episode, and then you and I will record Tuesday night, schedule wise, and we're gonna try something new. We're gonna record via phone instead of you calling in. I'm gonna call you. We're gonna see what we can do. Via phone. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to be sitting in my condo with, with my wife, with my wife rolling her eyes at me, and you're going to be like in a bar somewhere, like knocking back brews. I'm going to be outside the bar. We're, oh. we're going to experiment with this. We're going to experiment with 21st century technology and podcast recording. But I'm excited about it. So Wednesday's episode may be an adventure. Right. So, all right. So uh, I'm going to prepare for that. Yeah, you have to be prepared. Uh, yeah. Everybody will be prepared. Good to give them a warning, but. <laughs> Yeah, heck, I'll have to be prepared the most as I get ready for it. Okay, um, I think they'll do it for us. For Matt, who's on Twitter at MattDFP911. I'm Dylan on Twitter at HigginsFOS. Love to hear from you guys, and other than that, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy, or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.